Duke Energy offers these three tips for understanding your bill. Change air filters on a regular basis. A dirty air filter makes an HVAC system work harder and use more energy. Set your thermostat as high as comfortable. The smaller the difference between the inside and outside temperatures, the lower your energy bill will be. Close blinds and curtains on sunny days. This public service announcement is sponsored by Duke Energy. Hi, this is Shane Ray. Welcome to Duke Energy Presents Central Indiana Today. I've got uh, a few things lined up for you on this particular episode. We're going to be talking with some folks that um, are hosting a Veterans Day breakfast. It's actually coming this Saturday, November 9th at Church on the Rock. And we're going to find out what their what their goal is and uh, why they want to help our veterans. Also, we're going to be talking with some folks who have a new podcast on WYRZ. And uh, it's all about business, uh, actually local business at that, business owners, interviewing uh, them and talking about what made them a success right here in Hendricks County in central Indiana. And then finally, we're going to be talking with Eric Hessel of the Hendricks County Community Foundation about a survey they have going on, and they need your help. How can you help? Well, you just have to stay tuned and find out. So don't go anywhere. Duke Energy presents Central Indiana Today on WYRZ. As promised, here they are. I've been telling you about uh, about them coming on for a while now to talk about the Veterans Day breakfast. It's Charles Dodson, Rashad Cunningham, and Danny. Or, uh, all right, I'm going to ask her to say her last name again. Danny, how do you say your last name? Urbancic. Urbancic, okay. You know, that's how I've got it written, but I just didn't trust myself. <laughs> They're here to talk about the Veterans Day breakfast that uh, we're going to be broadcasting live from this Saturday. And uh, we'll tell you a little bit more about that as we go along. But first, the guy who first approached me came in the door and said, Hey, Shane, how about uh, helping us out with this? It's Charles Dodson. How's Charles today? I'm doing pretty good, Shane. How are you? I am just dandy. Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. Uh, Let's go back to the beginning of uh, the Veterans Day breakfast. How did this come about? Well, we started uh, really about a year ago. Thanksgiving would be a year ago that Pastor Rashad asked us to, uh, he was bringing on new deacons and he asked us to do a, uh, uh, an event or something special. And he wanted something different than what, most, what you see what most churches do, mm-hmm. um, something other than the food pantry or the clothes pantry, that type of thing. So uh, my buddy and I, Phil Tucker, we came up with this and we brought it to Pastor Rashad and and so he was happy with it. Okay. Well, Rashad, tell us uh, why you felt there was a need for something like this. Yeah. So anytime we're looking to meet the needs of the community, we're trying to find something that other churches aren't already doing mm-hmm. so that it's an actual need being met and not just adding another church that's doing the same thing. Yeah. So when the fellas came to me, uh, they were like, hey, we're really fired up to meet the needs of our veterans. If we could do something as small as have a raffle so that they could eat for free or so that they could get some products for free or anything 
thing. Would you just help us with that? And, you know, we looked around. I asked some of the other pastors if they were doing anything for the veterans or the military or anything like that. And, and they said, no, we're not actually. And we actually have some veterans who would be interested in that. So when I got that feedback, I went back to Charles and Phil Tucker and the rest of the deacons and said, hey, I'm going to put this in your hands. And please, let's just, you know, pray over this and let God do whatever he wants to do from there. Gotcha. Now, when you say the church, let's talk about what church is this? So we're Church on the Rock Baptist of Brownsburg over on the the south the south end of Brownsburg. Um, we, we call ourselves the little sister of Connection Point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Church on the Rock right by the B&O Trail. Okay. And uh, is this the first type of uh, community event for veterans that you guys have done? Yeah, this is the first time that we've... Uh, opened up our resources uh, that we have for the veterans and uh, this year we wanted to do it bigger because the response of last year was like this was great but is there more Mm -hmm. and so last year we started the whole process around October so we couldn't do as much but this year we had an entire year to think about what to do now so I placed that in Charles hands and and this is where we're at. Well let's talk about that Uh, tell us uh, of course like you said there wasn't as much you didn't have a chance to plan as much last year what can we look forward to this year that maybe we didn't see last year? So this year we have uh, we're going to have free free breakfast, um, and what we wanted to do was get reason why we mentioned breakfast was we wanted to give them the first meal of the day. Mm. So that that was that's our model right there. First meal of the day, they get some started, they get some going. Um, so there'll be free breakfast. There's going to be um, giveaways. The community, uh, all the businesses in the compu- in the community or many of the businesses in the community, they, uh, they really have supported this. We got tons of uh, gift cards, gift certificates. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of giveaways, and there's going to be a lot of fellowship. Mm-hmm. Danny, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you're doing in preparation for all of this. So I was actually not a part of this last year, and Charles reached out to my husband, Zach, and I. And Zach's kind of taking over like the project management, helping Charles with getting the flow of the event. And I'm a registered nurse, so Charles reached out to me and said, hey, we need to look and see what areas we need to focus on for our vets. So a lot of PTSD, there's there's so many issues that they bring home after mm-hmm. they serve for us. And we're just trying to reach out to our community, see where we can help plug them in to get resources that they need for help. So we have um, some booths and vendors that um, are set up and they will have their information there. And it's just been really cool for me as a nurse to see how I can take this and help apply it to my patients in the hospital that I work at because so many are vets or even I'm helping with first responders, firefighters. Mm. So hoping to see how this year goes and what we can do next year to improve on. Uh, you know, and like you said, it's not just for veterans in the military. You are inviting uh, first responders and, of course, active military, right? Uh, and this involves firefighters. This involves uh, the police, police department. Yes, um, and this is, is it just for Brownsburg? Is it just for the county? Is it, ju- is it for Indiana? Is it for America? I mean, what? <laughs> 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 who's, who's all invited to this? Whoever what? comes. Well, yeah, I'm, uh, and America is invited. If, we, if America can get here, they're, they're certainly invited. So all, all of Brownsburg, obviously, Pittsburgh, all the surrounding county uh, counties, all of Indianapolis, we know that we can't hold that many that that amount of people. Sure, but we feel the bigger, uh, the merrier. Um, so everybody's invited. And so when you say uh, military, that's not a, a lot of active military here. But if you're here, then we we like to have you here. Yes. Uh, veterans, obviously, 
retired vet, their families as well. Uh-huh. Uh, we like, you know, if you, you, you can bring your wife and your, your children. Um, and then first responders, firefighters, police. I kind of, I, I spoke to a woman that, that gave me a call when she saw the, um, the flyer, mm-hmm. and she was like, you know, child services, we're, we're first responders. Mm-hmm. And That's when good. she really w- went into how they respond to uh, different um, emergencies where children are involved, and I was like, whoa, it really blew my mind with yeah. what, those, what those people put up with. Yeah, and uh, I just happened to see a report this past week. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, speaking as a former dispatcher, uh, not for uh, first responders, but for another company, uh, dispatchers yes. for fire department, mm-hmm. you know, 911 and all of that, they kind of get left out. They kind of yeah. fall in the cracks sometimes when you think of first responders, right? Exactly, yeah. yes. Yeah. They really are the first first responders because yeah. they, the, <laughs> they get the call and then get the people out that need to be there. Exactly. Uh, all right, when people come, they get the breakfast. There's free haircuts, and uh, you're doing the raffles. And uh, let's see here. Is there anything else that we're, we're missing? Yeah, I would say the, the center focus of all of this, as Danny was saying, is to look into the PTSD and the things after the food. So the food and the fellowship, we're hoping, creates friendship. Yeah. We really want to get to know the people that are there, not to invade privacy or to actually fix anything, but to let them know that there's another person or another group of people in the community who want to meet them where they're at and start to provide avenues where they can get their needs met. So we're using that table to create the talking, and we want to take that and go forward, get phone numbers, get addresses, get email addresses, and just invite them into our lives and get invited into their lives so that we can just walk alongside them because they've served our country, they've served our communities, and we're trying to break those barriers in any way, shape, or form. And that's why we we do the military, the vets, and the first responders because there's a lot of barriers, whether it's um, we you know out of sight, out of mind for some. Um, people come back and it's like, well, you've done your service for us, now we're moving moving on with life, or when you're looking at the firefighters of the police community, there's things going on in the world that have separated us from rejoicing over our firefighters, rejoicing over our police officers, and how can we bridge that gap by showing the community that they love us regardless of what they're seeing in the world. So it's more, the food gets people into one common area, mm-hmm. but it creates the friendships, and that's what we want to build so that we can do more activities like this, more events like this going forward at a, at a higher rate. Now, um, uh, your social media, I've been seeing you on Facebook, did a nice video. Uh, who, who's in charge of that? Let's give them credit for that because that's nice. That would be Kayla. That, that's one of our church members, Kayla. She directed that, produced it. We just talked, and it. you should have seen how many takes that took to get that going. <laughs> Well, speaking as someone in the media, I wouldn't be surprised because, uh, especially if it was me, then you would uh, run out of time. So let's try it again tomorrow. But uh, that's uh, all right. So when people want to know more about it, what are they on social media? What do they need to do? So if people want to know more about it, they can obviously um, go to any of our our uh, Facebook page. Uh, we're in the process right now of putting together uh, our own web page for first movers. Mm-hmm. They can also um, Church on the Rock. Church yeah, on the Rock. They can go to Church on the Rock yeah. uh, through the social media or through the webpage at www.churchontherockbb.com. Okay, and you know, Charles, not to cut you off, but you mentioned first movers. I wanted to get that in before uh, before we went off the air. Explain what First Movers is. So, First Movers is an organization that we came up with uh, 
that uh, I found it, um, that, that this is really close to my heart about veterans. Mm-hmm. So we named it First Movers, Military Veterans, First Responders. Um, and then we want to, once again, give them the first meal of the day. That's why we came up with the breakfast. So we just an organization we knew. We're trying to get off the ground. But we want to be able to, as Rashad said, one, feed them, bring them in, and then then create those relationships and 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 find out, you know, some of their things that, that bothers them, um, uh, drug abuse, uh, all that type of things, mm-hmm. PTSD, and then hopefully be able to refer them to uh, – therapists and things kind of outside of what we do but yeah so we're new we can be reached at first movers uh at hotmail.com and once again we'll have a a website coming pretty soon okay all right we do want to remind everyone that not only all of that but wyrz will be broadcasting live there now the event starts at 7 30 a.m that's uh november 9th this saturday and it goes until 11.30. Now, we're going to be there broadcasting live. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll be there on site. Mr. Brian Scott will be here in the studio pushing all the buttons from 8 a.m. until 11 a.m. And we're going to be talking with you guys or whoever uh, uh, is available to talk with us live. We'll be playing the greatest hits of all time, as always. And uh, we'll be uh, reminding you of what's going on as far as giveaways and the breakfast and uh, the fellowship, all of that stuff. Uh, we'll be talking about that live on the air from 8 a.m. till 11 a.m. this Saturday. And... Uh, Whatever else we can cram in, of course. So this will be at the Church on the Rock. That's on Donnelly Drive in Brownsburg. And, uh, of course, if you missed that information, you can give me a call here at the radio station, 317-852-1610. If I don't know the answer, I'm going to get you in touch with one of these three, and they're going to help you out as soon as possible, right? Right. That's right. That's right. Can I give a quick shout-out to somebody? No, no. We don't have time for that. Go ahead, Charles. I'd like to give a a quick shout-out to the business community here in uh, Brownsburg that that supported us. Key Bank, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Flapjacks, thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Avon Barbershop, Dave and his crew down there, thank you so much. Uh, Who else do we have? Oh, Mandy's Ice Cream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Mandy. Home Depot, they would be there as well. Thank you. Uh, Elaine Carr, Carr, let me see, Elaine Carr's Cleaning Service. Thank you, Elaine. I think there's a few more. I can't remember off the top of my head, but Subway, thank you. And once again, Kroger's, thank you so yeah. much. Well, if you want to <laughs> I just wanted to, Charles will yeah. be calling in in 30 minutes when he remembers more. <laughs> so stay tuned. So if, if I missed anybody, uh, it, it, uh, charge it to my head, not my heart. But we certainly appreciate the community for yes. jumping on board. Absolutely. And then, of course, on uh, when we're out there for the broadcast, we'll go over all of those again. And uh, Charles will have a list in front of him then, and he can go and thank all of those folks. And a lot of those are uh, partners of WYRZ. I know they care a lot about the uh, nonprofit uh, community, in, the, in our community, I should say. All right. Once again, that's this Saturday. The breakfast, or the whole event, goes from 7.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. We're going to be broadcasting live from 8 a.m. to 11. And uh, in the meantime, just keep listening to WYRZ for more details. And to the three of you, thanks for being our guest today. Thank Thank you. you. Have a great Thanks, Shane.
Here they are now in the studio with me, Odwin Newman. Now, he's not new to the studio, and I'll explain that in just a bit. And right across uh, the mic from him is John Adams, and they're going to talk about one of their uh, new ventures, I guess you could say, and uh, it's new to WYRZ in our broadcast and podcast segments, which we've been telling you about. And they've got a new show, a new podcast. We'll explain that in just a bit. First, we'll start with Odwin since uh, the audience may be a little bit more familiar with him. He was on the show, uh, not this show, he was on stage and stuff earlier this year. How's Odwin? Odwin is awesome. Good? It's awesome. Awesome Odwin. That, wow, that, that Let's flows. sell t-shirts. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> if I can only back it up, but yeah, yeah. that's awesome. If only had an artist that could draw something up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a mock-up yeah, is fine. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, now you were a guest on stage and stuff, and just a reminder to everyone, uh, you have quite a history in uh, in uh, in. Art, uh, mm-hmm. comics, that yeah. kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was on discussing kind of my history um, in comics and graphic design and stuff like that. And I opened a shop in Avon, uh, which is inside Old Bob's, mm-hmm. right off of uh, Rockville Road, which we're celebrating one year, actually, this week. So, Congratulations. Uh, thank you. So, um, yeah, it's been awesome. And, and then this venture came upon us basically with JB and or John Adams and I uh, <laughs> discussing, you know, uh, business and kind of the ups and downs of starting your own business and all that stuff. And we would get together and have a couple beers and talk. And we found that often, even though his business and my business are totally different, we were coming in contact with the same hurdles. And so as we discussed it over a year and a half or two years, we finally said, you know, it'd be a good idea to just kind of record these conversations because there were multiple situations where we predicted either the rise or the fall of a certain business Mm -hmm. based on our experiences. And uh, and those things happened, Mm -hmm. you know, so that's what brought us to uh, the podcast, Business Brews and BS. Business Brews and BS. Now, uh, we'll get more into that in just a bit. Now, right across the mic from you, who you're talking about is John Adams. You call him JB. Oh, yeah. Do we refer to him as JB in the podcast? I uh, do. Yeah, Odwin does. <laughs> Odwin does. <laughs> no one else does. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, the, the funny thing was, is I've had a, an uncle um, who has called me that since I was a kid, and he's the only person that ever called me that. But he's called me since I was little until Odwin started calling me that a few years ago. And it's kind of stuck because I've used it now on, on my business name, so it's now, working. This is the first time you've been on the station. Tell us a little yep. bit about yourself. Um, so I, I have a business called JB Adams Designs, and we just do custom cabinetry and, and interiors, remodels. Um, but I spent 20 years in corporate America traveling around in sales, um, doing data management, data storage, uh, data processing, um, really boring stuff, working with the post office love a corporate lot. corporate America. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. And I just, um, I got tired of sleepless nights and waking up every morning dreading either travel or dreading the day, uh, just unhappy and decided to jump out on my own. And so, oddly enough, it was the same time that Audwin had had a had a stroke, and you know we had both kind of made the decision to go down this path, unbeknownst to each other. Um, and then when we'd got together again after he'd had his stroke and started discussing things, and you know informed me, hey, I quit my job, and he said, oh well, I'm getting ready to leave FedEx, and so yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. 
All right, so you left uh, left your day job. You started your own thing, which can be a bit scary. But uh, in fact, if you're not scared when you go in, there's probably something wrong with you starting your own. Yeah, business. yeah, and there was you know which which leads to the fact that there's probably something wrong with my wife because <laughs> she was the one that was you know when I told her I had quit my job and I literally had absolutely no plan of what I was going to do. I really didn't. I just knew I had to do make a change in my life because I was unhappy. Um, you know, I told her when she got home. You know, I think I quit my job today. And uh, she, you know, she took it all in stride and said, well, you know, you've, you've provided for us and it's never been an issue. And so I got faith in you. And well, I got one person. Did. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a keeper. There yeah. you go. All right. Now, you guys, um, you know, you said, uh, Odd, when you said uh, that uh, you two would compare notes, so to speak, about business mm-hmm. and uh, speaking as someone who has dealt with uh, a lot of businesses, and it's funny, uh, certainly not going to name any names, but I'm kind of like you. I, usually after talking with them a short amount of time, I can figure out they're not going to be around long. Oh, yeah. And most of the time, it's you've heard the expression, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think it would be so great. If someone would sit down and talk with them, if they'll accept it, yeah, accept uh, the the advice and uh, you know, like here's what I've gone through or something like that. And of course, I'm sure you guys know some people don't want to hear it, oh, yeah. but uh, there are some who have been out there saying, "I wish there was some kind of." Well, what do you know? Podcast or something yeah, I could listen right, to right. to talk about um, questions or whatever. Is that a good uh, good synopsis of what the show's about? I think so. You know, I, I think, you know, what it what we've kind of gotten to is the fact that we're just talking to people that have really started um, a business and built a business and a way to, to provide a living um, doing anything. Um, I mean, it's from from a massage therapist to, you know, uh, people that have started breweries when they had no idea how to do a business plan. Um you know, to, to people that built engineering firms or whatever. It's just there's so many things out there that you can do to make a living um, that we want to, we just want to talk to as many people we can to figure out, you know, what brought you to this point? What struggles have you went through? What challenges have you faced in growing it? Uh, because hopefully somewhere down the road, we're going to inspire somebody else to take the leap and jump out and do it. And it's the hardest thing in the world. Everybody that you talk to, has an idea for a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just it takes a certain type of individual to really take that first step and go do it. Yeah, um, you know, and it, it's it's just something within that an entrepreneur has that I think the more of them that you talk to, the more you understand it, and the more comfortable maybe we can make people feel in wanting to take that step. You know, that you're not alone. You're not the first person to have done it. Mm-hmm. It is scary. Um, you're going to fall on your face. You're going to trip off the fall off the ladder a time or two. But you just got to get up and you keep going. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, I uh, JB said something we were discussing kind of general plans for the podcast a few days ago and uh he said something that has bounced around in my head a lot because i have a close friend who wants to do x y or z Mm -hmm. but has that you know trepidation and that fear that everyone has and jb said you know until you jump off the diving board until you leap in water Mm -hmm. um it's just not the same like you can be afraid and scared and have concerns but so long as your feet are on that diving board you really haven't dove in Mm -hmm. you know and it's not until you eliminate all other safety precautions that come with being on a diving board that you're going to learn to swim i mean that's 
basically it mm -hmm. because the water in that distance from between leaving the diving board and hitting the water is where you just start figuring stuff out mm -hmm. and you have to there's just no other way you you can't you can't be uh tethered to that diving board right and there's even been i've heard this expression maybe you guys have too don't have a plan b yeah it's only yeah. a a a a and keep going and keep going and keep going if yeah. you have a yeah. plan b you'll chicken out too easy oh yeah, yeah. right in yeah. the beginning yeah and you know i think you know you hear a lot of successful entrepreneurs say well failure wasn't an option yeah well yeah failure isn't an option failure will happen yep but you yeah. can't let it be the end option right you've, you've only failed if you stop yeah as long as you keep going and you you know you keep working at it, you still haven't failed. Right. That one just didn't work out. Right. You know? Exactly. I believe it was Zig Ziglar who said, failure is an event, not a person. Right. Yeah. And you get yeah. past events yeah. and keep yeah. going. So yeah. uh, now we're getting into philosophies now. But, right. Uh, sure. Let's talk more about the show. As far as finding people who wants to be on the show, which one of you, or do you both just take the lead on uh, getting guests? Uh, we both do it. Yeah. We both do it. It's, yeah. you know, with, with this being kind of a side project, um, it's, it's not generating money for us or anything at the moment. Um, we don't really have any plans to live off of it. Yeah. It's just kind of a fun project that we enjoy doing. And so we're both just kind of coming up with people and trying to fit things into our schedules and their schedules to get together, which has been a challenge. It's been yeah. a challenge. And so yeah. we're working with trying to, um, to find people to help us out with, with other aspects of it and helping getting people coordinated and scheduled and, you know, get the podcast edited and pushed out and those sort of things. Um, so that really our time involvement is the setting and the talking. Yeah. Um, and that, that, that's been the challenge of it so far is really just finding the time. Yeah. And but, I was going to say also one other piece, I mean, there's the business side, but the bruise side is, you know, we go to local breweries um, or restaurants. Um, we also have Foyt Wine Vault lined up now. And we that's where we do these interviews, mm -hmm. like on location in a brewery or a bar or a restaurant or a coffee shop. And we sample whatever the flavors that they have to offer. And we give a nice little talk about that stuff as well. Um, so that's, that's a nice kickback as well. And Sarah Fisher's 1911 Grill has kind of been our main, yeah, been great. main spot. And they've been awesome. You know, great beer and, and food. And we, we basically give the person that we're interviewing free drinks and food on us hmm. for coming on out. And um, and then obviously it is a nice little kickback for the location as well. Sure. So that's been a, a really nice thing. And then the BS side is just somewhere somehow something silly ends up being said or talked about cartoons from the eighties or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, and I think that just goes to to me and Audwin's relationship and the discussions we've get in. Um, I mean, we've solved you know world crises, we've <laughs> solved course. race relations, yeah, we've sure. solved many things. If, if only they just, had asked us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If only they would ask us. Um, you know, but it's just you know a, a second ago our, our our topic started to venture into philosophies on failure. Right. Um, so the conversation, I think, anytime you get entrepreneurs together and you get them start talking about ideas, um, you know, things they've went through, struggles, challenges, successes, the topic tends to, to go off course. And that's where the BS kind of comes in mm -hmm. because we, we, we don't plan for these. We don't script them out. We don't set and write down questions that we want to ask. 
Um, and that, that typically is what makes our guests nervous when we tell them that they're going to be, you know, hey, we want you to be on this. They agree to it. And they say, well, what are we going to talk about? And we say, we have no idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're not, we can't give you a list of questions we're going to ask to prep for. We're just going to sit down and we're going to start talking. And wherever the conversation goes, it goes. Yeah. And we've sat down with people that we've told, you know, the conversation is probably going to be half hour, 45 minutes. Somewhere in there is what we target. And by the time we hit stop to record, we've had two hours yeah. before. I mean, so it just yeah. really the conversation just kind of goes where it goes and we let it go freely and, you know, it seems to work. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's remind everyone what the name of it is. Business Brews and BS. Business Brews and BS. And this is going to be podcast on uh, the WYRZ website. You're going to have, uh, starting off once a month, may go to more than that, but the first right. week of every month, we're going to have, uh, you're going to have uh, a new guest on. The first one is Mr. Don Spencer, former town councilman here in Brownsburg yep. and uh, also business owner. Yep. Uh, was he the first one that you did? He was. He was the first one that we did. And, you know, we did his. We've talked about going back and redoing him again because we did his in his conference room mm -hmm. um, at, at Spencer Engineering. And, you know, when we first started talking about this, we wanted to do it out in, in either a bar or a coffee shop, something to where you're in public. There's a little right. more background noise. There's a little more life and energy. Mm -hmm. And so we did the first one with him in the conference room. And then we started doing them out at 1911 and a, couple, and a black acre we've done a couple of black acre and we just realized how stale it sounds sitting in a conference room yes. and three guys talking mm -hmm. and so you know that doesn't really show don's personality real well so we've we've talked about redoing it uh with him or not redoing it but doing another one and a giving him giving him a, a a shot again to do it sure. again um but yeah, so that'll be the first one. That'll be the first one. And like you said, we got a few more, as they say, in the can that uh, local businesses come and talk with you guys. It may turn out that we do more. Hopefully, we can get uh, you some new, some sponsorship and, uh, and folks want to be a sponsor or something like that. What is contact information? Or if they want to be on the show, they want to talk to you about being on the show, who do they need to contact? Um, really, they can contact either one of us. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can get to Audwin through his website at newartrivals.com. Uh, my website is jbadamsdesigns.com. Um, there's contact links on both of there. Feel free to, to you know, contact us. Uh, both of our phone numbers, I think, are on the websites. Feel free yeah. to give us a call. And just tell us you heard this and that you're interested in being on the show. Um, we're always looking for new people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we have a, a queue of people that have committed to doing it. But like you say, or like we were talking about earlier, just the getting the schedule to work out a yeah. lot of times is the challenge. So the more that we have to pick from, so to speak, the easier it is to get them booked and scheduled. Okay, sounds good. This actually starts. Um, let's see. This is Friday, so we'll start. We'll start talking about this and make it available on our website on Monday. And uh, like we said, the first one's going to be Don Spencer, and then the folks can look the first week of every month uh, with a new guest, and it'll be Audwin and John talking with whoever. So yeah. did we cover everything? I well, so. one one thing um, we JB and I had talked about, uh, like you said, we we have full schedules outside of it, but we'd like to, um, if we start getting sponsorship, help support. Uh, my wife and I have a nonprofit called the Y Initiative, yeah. and what that stands for is what happens to you, and we use art and creativity to basically mentor and help kids with decision making. Um, and so we would like to help support that nonprofit. It's 501c3 and all that. 
But uh, that's something we would like to help kind of backfill some support for mm -hmm. financially um, as we move forward with the podcast. So definitely like to get that out because uh, that's also an important aspect of something that JB and Melissa have been very involved in with uh, Vicky and I as well. Okay. And of course, they'll probably hear more about that on the show, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, like I said, this will be part of our broadcast and podcast segment. You can go to the WYRZ website and click on that and hear a new episode each month. And uh, what else is there to say, guys? Thanks for being our guest today. Oh, right. thank you. Yeah, thank appreciate you. it. Everything you're doing for us, appreciate it. Yeah. We have Eric Hes uh, Eric Hessel from the Hendricks County Community Foundation. How is Eric today? Doing very well. Good, good. Glad to hear that. How? Uh, well, first off, in case we have new listeners, explain to everyone what the Hendricks County Community Foundation is. Sure, we are a nonprofit. We're our offices are in Avon, um, but we actually serve the entire county. We connect donors to nonprofits that are really important to them or causes that are really important. So we, at the end of the day, make about seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in grants every year to nonprofits all across Hendricks County. Yeah. All right. And of course, WYRZ in the past has been the beneficiary of some yes. of those grants and yeah. uh, really appreciate that. Now, you guys have something uh, a little unique going on right now. And uh, in fact, uh, Francis, who may be there listening at the office right now. Hello, Francis. <laughs> sent me an email and said, hey, uh, is it, can you help us talk about this? Because we need to build up some awareness. Uh, it's a survey for the county, right? That's right. We are conducting a comprehensive needs survey. So we really want to hear from our community what they think the needs are. Um, and so we started this on October 9th and we're going through November 15th. The survey's online, we have paper copies, and it just asks how people feel about their community um, with the end goal that we can do something about it. Now, uh, I told someone that you were coming and, uh, and I said roughly what we were going to be talking about. And the, the answer, the, rather the reply was, uh, why do they need to know this? I thought all they did was just hand out money to nonprofits for something they, you know, need in their, in their business. What is this all about? Where does, what's the origin of this? Sure. Um, we actually received a grant from Lilly Endowment, um, to do this kind of work to really understand the needs. That's. We know what they are. You know what they are. We could sit in here for the next two minutes and come up with the top 20 needs that are coming up. Sure. But we want to know what the community actually thinks with the end goal that we start moving our community towards tackling actual issues and not just maybe doling out small grants, but saying, wow, X is really important. I try not to give the example sure. so that nobody gets it stuck in their mind, but right. X is important. Let's get the community together. We'll put our money behind it. Lily Endowment's going to give us more money to do something and bring nonprofits, businesses, the government together and say, this is an issue. The community thinks it's an issue. How do we fix it? How do we solve the problems in our community? So instead of uh, the nonprofit, like you said, all the nonprofits, the community, uh, just the average citizens, the businesses, 
it's an effort to make them all work together as opposed to everybody either A, working against each other, or B, which would be terrible, and then B, working independently and maybe even falling in the cracks, that's, right? That's exactly right. We see that all the time. Um, there's folks doing similar work, the same work, competing for similar dollars. We want to get them all on the same page and moving in a positive direction. I mean, at the end of the day, the Community Foundation and every nonprofit, like the radio station, their end goal is to make the community better. Mm -hmm. We have different ideas of what that means. It might be for dogs. It might be parks. It might be little kids, but we all want to make the community better. And so we're trying to get some folks moving in the same direction. Now I've, I've taken the survey and I can say you in the survey, uh, you touch on everything, everything from the condition of your roads, uh, to, uh, your local leaders, to um, traffic, I mean, and the businesses in your particular towns. I mean, you're trying to make sure you cover all the bases in this, right? We really are. We're really trying to touch as much as we possibly can. And then there's also open-ended questions. So if we missed it, which we're not always right every time, mm -hmm. if we missed something, we want people to be able to answer those as well. Yeah. Um, and, and anyone who's listening may think, well, this doesn't apply to me. I'm, I don't work at a nonprofit. I don't run a nonprofit. But this is not just for the nonprofits, right? No. In fact, those are the people we really, you are the people we really want to hear from. Yeah. We can talk to the nonprofits all the time, um, but we don't hear from the individual folks, mm -hmm. right? People that are taking their kids to work every day or taking their kids to school and then going to work every day. Mm -hmm you know, at some job, whatever that is, we want to hear from you, right? Um, from the church congregation, from whoever it is, we want to hear your voice. And this is a really easy six minutes way to do that. Yeah. Um, there is, uh, are, are, is this, this, this one survey cover the whole county or do you have them uh, divided up by towns or how does that work? Sure. It's one survey for the whole county. We ask where you live so we can track all of that information, but it's one survey for the entire county. We're doing our best to track with census data to make sure that we are getting a representative sample. So for instance, we're low on Brownsburg. So yeah. Brownsburg folks <laughs> fill this out. Um, and men, actually, we have about a 30% response rate from men. So these are targets that now we're really pushing to try to build those up, those groups. Okay, there you go. Brownsburg residents, uh, definitely you need to be uh, checking into this because you're the ones who are least represented so far. Is that a fair way to say it? Based on the census count, yes. yes, I would say the west side of the county, because it's so small, is a really hard uh, group to really uh, get a hold of. Mm -hmm. But based on census data, Brownsburg is low. All yeah. right. What do folks need to do to take this survey? It's really easy. You just go to our website, www.hendrickscounty, all spelled out, all one word, C as in community, F as in foundation.org. You can imagine I do that all the time. <laughs> um, and it's right there on our homepage. You'll actually get a pop-up that says make your voice heard because that's what we're asking you to do. Mm -hmm. So it pops right up. If it doesn't pop up, it's on the first scroll. So just stick around for like 10 seconds and it'll pop up there too. If all else fails, what is the number they can call if they have questions, not only about the survey, but of the community foundation? Sure. You can call 317 
268-6240. Or you're always welcome to email me. I've gotten email responses from folks who have taken the survey and have more to say. Mm. So that's Eric, E-R-I-C, at HendricksCountyCF.org. There you go. Eric Castle, he is with the Hendricks County Community Foundation. Eric, thanks for talking with us today. Thanks for having me, Shane. I appreciate it. This has been Central Indiana Today on WYRZ. To help manage your energy use, Duke Energy offers assistance programs and services, including budget billing, which gives customers better control over their energy spending by establishing predictable monthly payments. Online savings calculators, which help customers understand how their homes use energy and how they can potentially reduce their consumption and better manage their summer bills. Eligible homeowners can get a free home energy assessment, which includes an energy efficiency starter kit containing LEDs, an energy efficient showerhead, and switch and outlet energy seals. This public service announcement is sponsored by Duke Energy.